Okay, we're we're back from our little break. Um, I got a sip of coffee, and Curtis blew his nose. So yes, forgive yeah. my snifflings. Uh, <laughs> so we're. I, I have uh, still to this day, uh, when the pollen level gets too high, uh, nature has a way of telling me, "Hey, the pollen level's high today." Yeah. Okay. This is it. Yeah. Don't go any further than that, please. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're in the, we're in a section now of our of our study on thinking um, and how to think. We've talked about uh, thinks uh, with a single mind, with a sound mind, with a sure and steadfast mind. And, and then turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 3. It tells you to, to, think, to think soberly. Think soberly. soberly. Yeah. It doesn't mean, well, I could take you to another verse that says, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But, yeah. but uh, it's not talking about uh, drunk with booze. It's talking about um, how, you, uh, how you're to think. It's, and he says this in Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, wow, a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. You know, believer, you got to be different than the world. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. You know, there are a lot of preachers in this world that get puffed up. And they get too um, carried away with their own importance. Oh. But let me tell you something. No. The hardest job in the world is to stay humble. Yeah. Yeah. It is difficult. It really is. And it says this, uh, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. According as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. You're to think soberly. And you can, if you'll just open your heart, to God and his grace. So we need to think soberly. We need to have strength in our thoughts. We need to be strong. Ephesians chapter 3. Says this, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. What, what verse is that? Ephesians 3, yeah. verse 20. Verse, okay, yeah, I got it. Now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. Ab My goodness. I, I almost can't get through uh, this verse without saying whoopee. I, I, he, 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 unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above 
all that we ask or think. Mm -hmm. Turn your thought process over to God. Mm -hmm. Okay. All that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Wow. And that's talking about strong thought. Now, think sufficiently. What does that mean? Sufficiently. What does that mean? It means do the job right. Finish it correctly. Do it right. It, Be sufficient. Second how do you do that? Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. You know, uh, the two letters to the Corinthian church that were written to a rather uh, worldly church. Um, I'm not going to go into details on that, but uh, suffice it to say, when you're reading First and Second Corinthians, keep that in mind. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse five says this. Uh, oh, let's um, let's begin reading with verse uh, two. Ye, that's the Corinthian church, are are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men, for as much as Ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but the but with the Spirit of the Living God, not in tables of stone, but in the flesh, in fleshy tables of the heart. So it's think it's it's talking about how we should think, and it says, and such trust have we through Christ uh, uh, to Godward, not that we are sufficient of ourselves. The Apostle Paul, the great apostle who wrote 13 books in the New Testament. Wow. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything is of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Keep your mind on God and his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit will help you to think he said his grace would be sufficient for us. That's, yep. My grace is sufficient for thee. Yep. Think sufficiently. Think sufficiently. Think scripturally. Curtis, and to our listening audience, yeah. let's just say it again. Uh, let's just say it again. Yeah. Two rules we have. Always teach, preach, live, Think, speak under the banner of what saith the scriptures. And the other thing is, the other rule is, if God said it, stand up and speak up. And if God didn't say it, sit down and shut up. I was told that by a preacher in a, uh, in, in a, uh, class at Miles Anderson College years and years and years ago. I've never forgotten it. Turn to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. Verse 
verse 39. Now, this is about having scriptural speech. Yep. Well, we cannot but speak the oracles of God. But look at John chapter 5, verse 39. And I love this gospel very much. Uh, the gospel of Matthew was written pri primarily to the Jewish mind. The gospel of Mark was written uh, 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 primarily to the Roman mind. The gospel of Luke was written primarily to the Greek mind. The Greeks seek after wisdom. Yeah, at, at, the gospel of John is written to every, everybody, every mind. And it says this, John chapter five, verse 39, um, Jesus speaking. And he says, search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. Yeah. Kurt, I know I raised you this way and I know you do it. Oh yes. And, and I made it a principle in my life. Uh, you know, if, if I go on vacation, I have a Bible with me. You bet. Uh-huh. And so it says here, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. Think. You think you have eternal life. What do you, what do you think? Because that's where it is. Because he says, and they are they, the scriptures, which testify of me. And so we're to search the scriptures so that our minds will be right. If you think you have eternal life, you do if you've searched the scriptures, because they are they which testify of me. Okay, let's go to James chapter 4. James chapter 4. We have any fun yet? I am. Okay. As always. <laughs> James four. I I wish that if if you're listening to this, I wish you could have someone that you could have fellowship with and just have as much fun as Curtis and I do together. <laughs> My wife and I have fun together searching the scriptures. It's just it's just great. And it and it keeps our our minds sound. It keeps yes. our minds strong. Um, so, uh, so we need to, to think scripturally. James chapter four, verse five. It says, "Do you think that the scripture?" I, I like that. Do you think? Have Have you ever made a statement that was absolutely uh, 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 true, and someone may uh, doubt you, and they'll say, "Do you think?" Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've heard that expression. So James says, do you think that the scripture saith in vain? The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth the envy. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but, given, but giveth grace unto the humble. Do you think that the scripture says things in vain? You've got to think scripturally, and you cannot do that unless you fill your mind with God's word. Oh, boy, I can hardly, I can hardly get a breath here. Oh, we're a, 
looks like we're going to finish on time, but I've got two more things here. Uh, we need to, to, to think scripturally, and then we must have superior thoughts. We opened with Isaiah chapter 55, verse 7 and 9, but uh, 7 through 9, but let's go back there again. But I think because I think it's 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 important that we uh, that we drill this into our minds so that we our minds can be can be single and sound and sure and sober and all of the above things and strong and sufficient and scriptural. We have to have a superior mindset, a superior mindset. Um, Isaiah fifty five. Again, I read it. it. Says here, "Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Mm. Let him return to the Lord. See, this is how to think. He will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly he will abundantly pardon. And then God says, "For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways." My ways, saith the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And this is not telling you that you cannot think in a superior manner. It's telling you who is superior thinker. And as much as you can, get in the scriptures and think. How God would think and ask yourself, what if would God you learn more about Christ through studying the scriptures? The more superior your mind will it's be. It's going to be. Yeah. But don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think because. Right. You understand that that superiority of mind uh, is a gift of God's grace. There's no question about it. No, no. Without no God's grace, you don't have that superiority of mind. You can't have it. You can't. You just can't. Okay. So these are things how to think. Oh, oh, there's a couple of more things. Okay. Uh, turn to Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs chapter 16. And by the way, yes, when sir. we say superiority of mind, uh, superior thoughts, we're not saying that in the context that we're better than anybody else. We're saying that we're better off. Yeah. Because of how we think yeah. and who we believe in. That's right. Because, uh, because Curtis, uh, I, I, I knew, I knew when you became imperfect. I knew exact moment when you became imperfect. Uh, was that when the doctor slapped my rear end and I drew my first breath? That's where that's where that's, it happened. That's, moment, yeah. that's where it happens to all of us. So we need not to to think ourselves superior right. to, to our next door neighbor. But right. we need to have the superiority of thought. Yeah. Okay. And that means a surety yeah. of thought. Yeah. Oh. Like Paul said, I, I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I committed unto him against that day. And the Apostle Paul said, without Christ, I am without nothing. Without Christ, I am nothing. And so we, we think that way. And so... Uh, don't think that we're trying to be superior when we teach in these things. Uh, there's so much more that we can say about this, uh, but but um, sometimes we're just not smart enough to get it all in. Okay, 
uh, but we're, we're, we're doing what we know and, uh, and, and how we think. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, it says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts will be established. Folks, that's submission. That's a submissive mind. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all to the glory of God. Listen, commit your works to God, and what will he do? I, he will establish your thoughts. Do you have Proverbs chapter 3 down there? Do I have Proverbs chapter 3 down there? I don't, but since you're thinking of it, and since we're just doing kind of a home Bible study here, this is the way we do it, by the way, down in the... Uh, down in the basement brewery, That's right. or what we talked about earlier. Proverbs chapter 3, what are you going to say about it? Yeah, well, we'll start with verse 1, if you're there, Proverbs chapter 3. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. There you For go. For length of days, and long life, and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Read verse 5 too, Curtis. I, this is good. I'm, I'm having fun with this. Well, this, this, uh, when I, when I act in, in, a, as a counselor in a counseling mode, this is one of the first things I tell anybody. You want to solve the problems? Here's what you do. Follow this one rule. One scriptural rule. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Here it is. Okay. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Ooh, that's talking about your mind. That's talking about your thought process. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Wow. Huh? What do you think? What do you think? Do you trust in the Lord? Yeah. Huh? Do you acknowledge him in everything that you do? Uh, if not, you might be leaning on your own understanding, in which case you might not be thinking correctly. That's right. And and you're not thinking correctly because you haven't submitted your, your works. You haven't committed your works to God. You haven't submitted to him. Um, we I think we read James chapter 4, but let's go back there again. James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil, and he will he will flee from you. Be submissive. You've got to be submissive to God. And the devil will flee from you, and now you won't be double-minded. Right. Okay. Right. Now, Curtis, you gave me a verse. Colossians chapter 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I never yeah. thought of this uh, before, but there is a specific link <laughs> to, how, <clears throat> to how you think and speak. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't use the rule. Um, um, open mouth, insert foot. You know, come on. Here's here's how to do it. And 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 I'll read probably six verses here, Curtis. Yeah. Um, and this is the specific link 
to the mind and the mouth. The mind and the heart or the mouth? Right, or the mind and the heart or the soul or the spirit. Mm -hmm. And it says, as masters give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Okay. Continue in prayer and watching the same with thanksgiving. Okay. With all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of uh, utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds that I in bonds that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt, that you may know. There it is. That you may know how your thought presses, how you ought to answer every man. So that's the specific link between the mind and the mouth. Think right, and you'll do right. Do right, and you'll think right. Commit, submit. You know, if that that's that's easy enough, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. You know, when I worked as a drug and alcohol addiction counselor in Texas, uh, and I would have clients come to me and say, "How do I? How do I beat this?" How can I start getting my mind right? Well, you know, I used to tell him, uh, do what King David did. When he knew he had to get his mind right and his heart right, you know, especially after some very egregious sins, sins worse than the ones you're committing. What did he, what did he, how did he petition the Lord? He said, create in me a new heart. Change my heart. Yep. If you change your heart, your mind will also change. And if you want it, you can have it. That's right. So we're just about, we're going to get this all in in one hour, Curtis. Write this down. This may be a new record. Well, for we, us. Didn't, we didn't think we were going to be able to. Didn't think. <laughs> <laughs> but as usual, you covered things pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Let's, let's, okay, so just by way of review, have a, have a single mind, mm -hmm. have a sound mind, have a mind that's sure and steadfast, have a sober mind, you can have a strong mind, have, and, and you have a mind that can be sufficient in the eyes of God, and have a scriptural mind, let the scripture speak to your heart. And then have a superior mind, which you get only from God. Amen. And you get all these things by being submissive and having a submissive mind. And then we saw that there's a specific thought, a specific link between your mind and your mouth. Think before you speak. And think right. Now, boy, I'm I'm almost running out of breath. <laughs> but I think I've got enough breath left.
to sum things up. You notice everything began with an S? Um, we, we did all this in the alliteration room downstairs. Well, in the we basement. did. That happened in the brewery, in the alliteration <laughs> cafe section of the brewery. Okay. That, that, now the brewery, we're brewing, we, we are brewing up thoughts and, and ways to teach the Word of God. That's what we're doing. That's why we call it that. Okay. Um, there's no beer down there. There's no beer down there. Or anything else. Well, I haven't even looked for any. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's so so we're, we've talked about how not to think and how to think. And now here's what to think. Now, I'm not the president of the United States. I'm not the head of the teachers union. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to be adamant to tell you what to think. I'm so tired of hearing about racism, sexism, femi feminism, um, but what all the other isms and that, that's going on, that's, that's making things divisive and everything. But I am going to tell you from the word of God, this is not something I thought up myself. This came from the mind of God, and he's telling you through the apostle Paul what to think. Are you ready for this? I think I know where you're going. Yeah, Philippians chapter four. Yep. We'll yep. begin. We'll begin reading, verse four. <laughs> it says, Paul says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, "Rejoice!" Wow, <laughs> rejoicing squared. You know, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Pray. Yeah. And then it says, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ. There's that link again. Jesus. Hearts. And, my, and I've got to tell you, see, and that's that's a promise. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If you rejoice in the Lord, let your moderation be known unto all men. Be careful for nothing. Pray uh, and make your requests known unto God. And God will, will uh, give you peace. Now, verse 8. Mm -hmm. And we'll close with this. Paul says, finally, brethren, yeah, uh, let's take uh, a deep breath. Now, here. there's a laundry list coming up. Yep. And we'll write these down or listen a couple of times to the podcast. Finally, brethren, this is the exclamation point on this thinking issue. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. That's a laundry list, isn't it? It is. If there be any praise, if there be any virtue, there be any praise, Think on these things. Amen. Amen. 
So, when Jesus said, Whom think ye that I am? And the answer had better be the Son of God. That's right. For those of you who are saved, good thinking. Yeah. Good thinking. For those of you who are lost, you'd better think again. You can change your heart and your mind. Actually, Jesus can change your heart. And By mind. the way, the word repent means to change your direction. Oh, sure does. Change yeah. your mind. Yeah. So you can do that. You can. Yeah. And how do you do that? Only believe. Because if you're lost, it's because you don't believe don't in make, the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't make it more difficult than it has That's to be. That's right. Just and, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou shalt be saved. It's that simple. Faith plus nothing else. If you're listening today and you're wondering who are these weird guys. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. What we're trying to do is to educate, edify, enlighten, bring some enjoyment. But we want to evangelize also. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, believe on him today, won't you please? You can have this sound and sure and strong and steadfast and single mind. Only believe. God, our Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior, your precious and holy word. And thank you for the admonitions in it. Uh, we thank you for this time you've given to us and this privilege to teach your word. And uh, we're asking you, please uh, give us fruit for our labor. May believers be strengthened and unbelievers be saved today. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.